0: What's up, I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Thanks so much for tuning in. When it comes to trends in retail innovation, the name of the game is customization. The customer of tomorrow wants to be able to personalize their purchases to add their own unique flair. Bespoke may have once been a boutique business, but today, thanks to innovations in digital technology, mass personalization is possible. My guest today is Tony Memoliti, a Toronto-based retail entrepreneur reimagining the customer experience by leveraging laser cutting, crowdfunding, and leading visualization software to deliver customized backpacks and jackets for the urban adventurer. Why Not is the name of his company, and I had the pleasure of visiting their brick and mortar location on Queen West in Toronto to go through the experience of designing and making a custom jacket from scratch. The whole process took less than an hour, and by the end of the week, I ended up with a monogrammed all season jacket. It's hunter green on the outside and buffalo plaid on the inside. It has a hood and pockets just where I want them. You can check out photos and video on electricrunway.com. But here to talk about why personalization is so popular and the benefits of made to order retail is Tony Mammoliti, the founder of Why Not. So, Tony, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Okay, so we're here at Why Not, which is your physical retail location. Why don't we start by you explaining kind of the larger operation and your product offering? For
1: sure. So Why Not was initially founded based around a single cycling product. So we initially were in that cycling world. We offered initially just some small accessories for biking. But throughout the years, we started developing bags and other types of accessories like that and realizing that there was a big demand for really quality products that have a lifetime warranty and something that, you know, that you can use in multiple environments, not just riding a bike, but maybe taking the subway to work or maybe just traveling. So our brands evolved and now our product offering includes all kinds of accessories that are both great for the outdoors, as well as just walking down Queen's West, which is the fashion area in Toronto. And finally, now we're offering new jackets. So that's something new for us. And so the entire offering now surrounds jackets, accessories, and bags.
0: And so you've leveraged Kickstarter. I want to get into the kind of like technical aspects of the actual garments that you're making, but I want to talk a little bit first about how you've leveraged technology to help sell your products. So the jackets actually came to life via a Kickstarter campaign and you're actually not unfamiliar with Kickstarter because you've used it before. Can you talk a little bit about how you've leveraged Kickstarter to get the different products off the ground?
1: So what we've done with Kickstarter is every time that we're offering a new product, and especially into a different product mix. So we, one of our first Kickstarters was a more of a camera focus bag, something that we never did before. And that's why we decided to do it through Kickstarter was to try to test that market out. Now we're doing something, we have decided to leverage the jacket that way in the same way, because it's a new market for us. The nice thing that we've got through Kickstarter, though, is we really get a great idea of what people are looking for, because we get all this great data where they t- select the products and the colors and all those types of things. And we'd never be able to do that if we were just going to guess and launch the product ourselves. So we've gotten so much better at understanding what our customers want because they actually tell us what they want.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And so people can walk into the store here or visit your website, design a custom jacket right down to the lining and the pockets, and then expect it in about a week turnaround time, as I understand it. Can you talk about how you're enabling that process, how that's possible?
1: For sure. So it's actually ties into Kickstarter. So a couple of years ago, we used a Kickstarter to actually help us purchase some equipment. And one of those pieces of equipment was a laser cutter. And so now all our materials are cut by laser. And the reason why that speeds up our production process is we cut pieces one at a time and we use a single flow production. A lot of people are starting to go to this in the fashion world, as well as the American manufacturing, especially labor costs being so high. And what that allows you to do is you're essentially putting a piece through the the factory one at a time, but actually... does create a faster turnaround, but also keeps your inventories really low. So that's how we've been able to, to do that in a week. So we have a laser that cuts everything out. There's not that a physical person actually having to create that pattern and cut it out. And then finally, the single flow production has allowed us to produce things a lot faster. And that's how we're able to hit those delivery times.
0: Awesome. And so we're here at your physical retail location, as I mentioned, on Queen West and kind of the heart of Toronto's fashion district. But you also have a facility in the junction. Can you tell me about that?
1: Yeah. So the facility in the junction is right now an 8,000 square foot facility and we produce all of our products that have the why not brand on them. That facility was set up so that number one, it was actually relatively close to this facility. We wanted to get people that are really passionate about the brand. And if we put the facility out in the, you know, where people are maybe not using our product, then that wouldn't be great. The other nice thing about that facility is it enables us to. To bring product down the day of, or once again, have those really great lead times. We can produce things really quickly because we're not sending it to a facility in China and waiting for manufacturing and taking a long time in the air. It just gets to us right away.
0: Let's talk about the Why Not brand before we get into talking about the materials and how they're innovative. What is Why Not about? I know you talked about how the company has its roots in cycling. You're now expanding a little bit beyond that. And as we were talking about before, also widening your kind of demographic base. What is Why Not all about and how is it rooted in Toronto, Canada?
1: Well, so I was a kid that was born downtown Toronto, you know, Bloor and Bathurst area. But I always spent a lot of time outdoors and on my bike and just basically just traveling as much as I could in any which way. And then I lived out West for a while. So I would say that Why Not's kind of become a brand that really encompasses kind of part of my lifestyle and the way that I like to live. So although I am still a city boy and love the the design and fashion aspect of things, and that kind of relays into our products, I'm still a person that loves to jump on a plane or jump on my bike or jump on the subway and go find a new place to kind of explore. And so that's what we decided to do with Why Not. So from going from the, the cycling aspect, we decided that was rooted in making really strong lifetime warranty quality goods. And then now expanding that to all the other things that we love to do, which is travel, outdoors, and also just, you know, going down the street for a beer. That's the type of stuff that Juanat's about. So it's about being able to take a single piece of clothing or a single product, a backpack, and use it in multiple environments and still feel very comfortable with it no matter what.
0: Yeah, sort of like the urban adventurer. And I'm wearing one of your jackets right now. It feels... It, like It just feels like a really well-made product. You know, you put on a jacket at a Zara, an H&M, it doesn't feel like this. And there's good reason behind that. It has a lot to do with the materials that you're using. So you've actually tested a lot of the materials with the backpacks and you've been able to select which ones would expand nicely into jackets and apparel. So maybe you can talk about your material selection and what makes this jacket worth the price point that it is and maybe even touch on the price point as well.
1: So... With the materials that we started using initially is we looked at materials that were being used in the outdoor gear world, as well as extremely durable materials. And that was Cordura, which was a brand of material that's made in the United States. It's traditionally made in the military for military products and really strong products. However, throughout the years, we realized that we had a lot of people that were using our products for not just cycling, they were using their products to go to the office and to go to work. And so we introduced this beautiful wax canvas material. It's a Martexan is a company that was founded in 1838 in the US. They've been making Sailcloth when sailboats actually needed sailcloth, and then obviously converted their business to work in the fashion world. So these jackets are made out of this Martexan wax that we've been using for our bags for a long period of time, at least five to six years. So we're very confident in the in the quality of the materials. But I also knew that they were a material that other manufacturers were using in the motorcycle jacket world and also just in the fashion world. And so I decided to say, well, we already know these materials work. Why don't we take the wax canvas materials because they're very comfortable and feel really great, just like you mentioned. They have that really solid kind of, you know, they don't feel like a flimsy jacket. And that's why we decided to choose those materials. So the jackets are normally going to retail for the custom jackets, retail for $4.99. But right now on the Kickstarter, you can get them for $239. You can also get them through our store, our website, sorry, for $239 by just using the coupon code jacket bargain, all one word. And that will allow you to get the jacket for two 39 as well through our retail store through our retail website
0: that's to promote the kickstarter campaign yeah
1: exactly so we've decided to do an introductory price and a lower price to promote the kickstarter so that people can basically get the jacket at a really bargain price and for us to be able to also get that data that i was talking about with kickstarters for us to get an understanding of what people want so that once we do bring them into the store as a regular retail product we'll have a great idea of what style of pockets what colors they prefer all that type of stuff.
0: Yeah. And so let's just talk about customization finally. This is something that the fashion industry is trying to solve. People want to be unique. They want to express themselves through their clothing like always. But that's really hard when you're manufacturing a mass product. So how are you able to offer kind of mass customization? Or do you view yourself as offering mass customization?
1: It's maybe not mass customization, I would call it almost like, it's a unique customization. It's something that allows you, allows each user to really choose whatever they want. So, We've brought customization to another level by offering so many different options, and I'm actually happy. I'm actually happy that we're able to do that because I do find that people tend to take advantage of that. They want to be able to choose some of the small details on their products. They want to be able to design something theirsel- themselves. Most of the cases, we've obviously in the Kickstarter, we always we also provide standardized models because sometimes people don't want to design everything themselves. But what we've decided to do is just take a really classic, really great silhouette, give you some classic options and some modern options with some of the pockets and allow you to kind of pick and choose but the most important component of all of this is that you need to be able to visualize it if we couldn't provide a great visualization of what you're actually getting in the end product it would never work. If I just told you, you know, choose a pocket and you didn't see it actually on that jacket and the way it looks, we don't think that people would be able to really make that purchase. And so what we've done is my business partner, Jason Wood is a computer programmer. And so we've had a custom builder for all of our bags for years. And now we've went one step above and made a custom builder for our jackets. This time, however, it's much more realistic and gives you a very good idea of what you're getting in the end. And that's why I would say it is very unique customization is that you can do probably about 100,000 different jackets, varieties in our builder.
0: That's so cool. And I was looking at the software earlier. I'm excited to delve into it and make my own jacket. So the options that you can choose are the pockets. You can choose different lining. You can choose the different colors that you have. What's the most outrageous kind of (laughs) thing that you've ever built for anyone, whether it's a jacket or a bag?
1: We've definitely had some bags that people have thrown different colors in, and I'm always really surprised sometimes they actually come out to look really nice, but you're always questioning that initially. With the jackets, what we've actually thought was really interesting is we've given people the option to actually pick and choose even different colored pockets. And some of the the accent colors that we have, we have a, a multicam, which is like a camo color, but it's more black. It's not as camouflage as a military camouflage. And we've had some people use that in a really unique way where they just put a little flare, let's say, so they'll throw a. A pocket on the left hand side that'll be in this multicam and the whole jacket's black or maybe a hood. So I was surprised that people did that because we didn't know that that was going to be something that people wanted. And people seem to think it looks really cool. And we've had a few people do that already.
0: Very cool. So just before we wrap up, how did you get into this? (laughs)
1: I was a marketer and I worked in the marketing world and was doing something that I didn't necessarily love. However, I was always designing my own products and making my own gear. My mother worked in the fashion world, actually around here in Queen West for years. And she also was a pattern maker for a few designers. However, I never sewed (laughs) or did anything like that initially. But then later in my life, I really got into just making it myself. So with my mom's help and some other great mentors, I was able to to learn how to design better and started making gear in 2008. And 2009, we found why not?
0: A lot of Toronto designers right now are really struggling. They're thinking like it's very hard to deliver anything. They're competing with Zara. They're competing with that kind of fast fashion mentality here in Toronto. How are you able to differentiate and stand up against that and believe in the future of, of your brand amidst all these – amidst a kind of you know volatile retail landscape, let's say?
1: Well, That's definitely a really good point. It's definitely really tough. And it was something that I think we had to, I had to build an all-encompassing both team and infrastructure to do something like that. So it took a lot of work, but I had to build the facility and have the ability to do that. And we did that in slow steps. Like I only had a few machines and was doing that out of a garage. And so I think the way that we've been able to do it is that building that infrastructure, that team around it. So we use, like I said, my business partner is a computer programmer. That's allowed me to do a lot of things from the custom builders to all the other things that we do on the computer and our website. And so I really have to say that it's really just been building the team around it has allowed me to do that. So if I came in on this on my own, that would have been very difficult. It was the team that we've done. So all three aspects, the factory, the store, and the website, and my business partner being a computer programmer has definitely helped me as a designer be able to do this.
0: Great. And so if people want to take a look and customize their own jacket, how can they get in touch with Why Not?
1: So right now, you can go to our website at www.whynotmade.com and you'll see the links for the jacket and the Kickstarter right there. It's probably the easiest way to contact us or you can come into our store at 831 Queen Street West, just at Queen and Niagara in the Fashion District and you can come and see all the products that we make as well as the jackets.
0: Great. So if you're in Toronto, come by 831 Queen West. Come check them out. Like I said, you don't really believe these jackets until you try them on. They're really awesome feeling. And if not, check out the online store where there's very sophisticated visualization software so people can customize their own jackets and see what it's all about. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much. That was my conversation with Tony Memaliti of Why Not? What an interesting entrepreneur and a fascinating story. If you're in town in Toronto, I invite you to visit Why Not at their Queen West retail location or check them out at whynotmade.com. That's Y-N-O-T-M-A-D-E.com. You'll see their offerings go beyond just jackets and bags and into all kinds of outdoor wear, cycle wear, and laser cut goods, including some beautiful wallets and accessories. We wish them absolutely all the best as they wrap up their Kickstarter campaign and continue to elevate customer expectations for custom products. So that's it for today's episode. And as always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're at Electric underscore Runway. If you like this episode, please leave us a five-star rating. It helps others just like you discover stories just like ours. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, here's looking towards the future. Music from today's episode by Daniel Zambo.